Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, it's the moment that we have been waiting for. James Harden has officially arrived in Colorado for 76ers training camp, but what does that mean for the franchise moving forward? Plus, Steve Kerr, he named his starting five for the Warriors' first preseason game. Could CP3 be the addition that they need to contend for a fifth title? And Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, he spoke to the 76ers last night, lit a fire under the Embiid-Jokic rivalry. But is that the most primetime matchup to look forward to? NBA Today starts right now. We start our show today with breaking news from our senior NBA insider, Adrian Wojnarowski, who reported this. James Harden is participating in 76ers practice at Colorado State University this morning. That is what sources are telling ESPN. So alongside Chinea Gumake, Ramona Shelburne, Kendrick Perkins, and Woj himself, I'm Malika Andrews. We have a lot to get to over the next hour here on NBA Today. James Harden has been spotted in Fort Collins, Colorado. So that's where we start our show today. After missing team media day, remember, at the start of training camp, he is now with the team. So, Woj, how did things go at practice? Malika, largely anticlimactic, and and that was a good thing for the Philadelphia 76ers. James Harden showed up, he got dressed, he stretched, (laughs) and he practiced. He talked talked with his coaches, he talked with officials around uh, the team, largely like any other player uh, who was just arriving, but he isn't just any other player, and you know, certainly people were watching closely in practice, waiting to see what it would look like. Uh, but it, I was told it was uh, drama free. You heard the Sixer players talk about it after. And James Harden went in and, and you know, sort of went at the speed of a first day of NBA training camp. The question is going to be, what does the second day look like? Right. What does the third day yeah. look like? But for day one, the arrival of James Harden, he practiced uh, played with his teammates, started to get to know a new head coach in Nick Nurse, and went on his way. I think that we are going to get a little bit more into what happens day two, day three, in just a couple of minutes here. Please, Woj, do not go too far. But anticlimactic, Ramona, yeah. in some ways is climactic because we did not know what yeah. version of James Harden was going to show up to training camp based on what we've seen in the past. By the way, what is behind us is photos from the 76ers of today. Look pretty good. James Harden <laughs> at training camp. But all of this it comes back to Joel Embiid, Correct. to his teammates, to the people that he didn't call yep. liars, the people that he is going to battle with here. How are they feeling about all this? Look, Joel Embiid is pretty confident in saying every single time he has asked, I just want to win. I just want to win. Like, th- and that is code. I-, I know you can decode things too. That is code for a- no more drama. Like, let's just move on. Right, let's Fergie. move forward. Okay? <laughs> let's move forward and let's just focus on winning because this team is in Colorado right now practicing in the altitude next door to where the defending NBA champions are because they think of themselves as a championship contender. If they have James Harden in the fold, they are a championship contender. If he, and as well said, 
how, what happens on day two, on day three, on day four. I think the sense that I get from talking to Sixers players is, you know, if he's there and he's ready to play, everybody's fine. I know you and Fergie, I go Mary J all day, <laughs> every day. No more drama in my That's life, right. right? I like this being the tone because it's professional. And Woj said something. He isn't just any player. Yeah. That's for better or for worse. And I think oftentimes we speak about the four worst when it comes to James Harden because of how he's moved from destination to destination and how awkward this situation is for the Philadelphia 76ers. But he has showed up and he has played and I saw those pictures. Those were not the same looking pictures last time he forced his way out years prior, right? No, rumors now, of suits and costumes. Yeah, the suits and all them things. Yeah. But the four betters, you have to remember, this is a guy that he was the first 76ers player to ever lead the NBA in assists per game. He is capable Capable if those steps of maturation are there to still put them in contention. Uh, he's really evolved his role. So if he goes out there and does his job, I actually think that is for the better because that ups his stock, it ups his market, and hopefully that is the game plan by him, him and his team. Perk, when you see these photos coming out uh, of training camp this morning, he left, James Harden did, before speaking with reporters, but is this as expected? Is this how you expected the situation to play out? <laughs> You know what, Malika? I don't know what to expect no more. This Damn. is so much yeah. of a roller coaster. I'm over it. I'm over it. It's a, it's a it's a toxic relationship, you know, that you just keep hearing, you know, them going back and forth. And, and sometimes you want to chime in, and then you realize that they're <laughs> going to do this on a regular basis, and all of a sudden, two days later, they're going to be knocking the boots, singing Christmas carols. So at this point, I don't even know what to say because one minute James Harden don't want to be there. He don't show up. He Daryl Moore is a liar. Now all of a sudden he shows up to camp and everybody watching him and he shows up and they have a good practice. So at this point, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. And I don't believe nobody knows. I, I know someone who knows a little bit about what is going on in the 76ers training camp, and that is our senior insider, Adrian Wojnarowski. You mentioned the next couple of days, Perk. Woj, Harden is playing nice now, right? That's great. But where does his trade request, the last time I checked, it was still in. Where does that yeah. stand at the moment? Uh, yeah, that, that hasn't changed. James Harden still wants to be traded, uh, and specifically to the Los Angeles Clippers. The Clippers would like very much uh, to acquire James Harden, put him with Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, but those talks have not gained any traction. The Sixers asking prices high, and, and Philadelphia certainly at this point uh, they, they're not, or the, the Clippers at this point are not inclined to bid against themselves, offer more in a trade than they have already when they know they're not bidding against anybody else, when they know they've made Philadelphia the best offer, and especially because of where we are on the calendar. Uh, still weeks away from the first game of the regular season, and we're still a long way away from the February trade deadline. Right. And the playoffs starting in April, and I think both the Sixers and the Clippers, you know, their need for James Harden uh, isn't necessarily over 82 games. It's to have him ready to go for the playoffs. Certainly, he helps you get through the regular season. He helps you get a, a, a better seed. But this is not a trade that has to happen in the short term. And Philadelphia, all along, they believed if we give up James Harden for, for the kind of asset that don't allow us to use them to go out and get someone to replace James Harden, we don't have a chance to win with Joel Embiid. And, and that's like throwing in the towel right. with Embiid. And so they want to see if they can keep pushing this along. A cooperative, engaged James Harden, it may not be like that every day, but 
I think Philadelphia now getting him into camp was a big step. Getting him on the practice court was a bigger step. And again, though, um, day to day, this is certainly going to be something we're going to have to monitor because it may not always go as well as it did today. Woj, thank you very much. Ramona, I'm curious, though, him reporting to training camp, Mm -hmm. does that change his stock value for being traded here? I think it helps in the sense that I, the way he gets himself traded is by rebuilding his value, is by demonstrating I'm still a really good player in this league and I'll show up and I'll play and be professional. Because anyone trading for him right now is trading for him for one year. You, you cannot sign him to an extension because he picked up that player option. And so I think this, to me at least, him showing up. Now, I, I, we should always couch everything with, let's see if tomorrow, if he has to talk to the media, what he says. Let's see if he's got some lower back soreness and uh, now he can't play. Let, let's see what happens over the next couple of days here to answer your question, Malika, because I think that matters in going forward in his trade value. But Woj is right. Like, there's, there's nothing that's going to change in the short term for James Harden other than him playing and showing that he's still James Harden. Well, Nick Nurse has said right now, and this can change minute to minute, the expectation is it went well today. We hope that it goes well tomorrow. Yeah. And all inclinations are that he is going to be there once again on what day is it? Thursday, yeah. tomorrow, Friday <laughs> again. And as we saw the preseason schedule, riding into the preseason, but we will continue to monitor this. We have so much more to come on NBA Today, including let's check in further on the Eastern Conference because the Heat, they lost out on the Damian Lillard and Drew Holiday sweepstakes, so do they have enough? as currently constructed. Well, Jimmy Butler and his lip ring, they sure think <laughs> Oh, so. no, that's still in. Plus, market smart Derek Rose. They had some comments on John Morant. Hear what they had to say about influencing the all-star point guard. And could the Clippers look to make a move before the season? We don't usually see moves this late, but could it be coming around the corner? NBA Today, we'll be right back. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're watching NBA Today. Training camp is underway for the Memphis Grizzlies, and despite being suspended for the first 25 regular season games for conduct that was detrimental to the league, all-star guard John Morant is a full practice participant. You can see him in practice today on your screens. Now remember, Morant is entering the first year of a five-year, $197 million maximum contract. He did not participate in Monday's media day, but you can see him out on the floor today. So now we welcome in our NBA reporter, Tim McMahon, live from Memphis, Tennessee. We just laid out what the NBA is allowing John Morant to do, Tim. But what exactly is the plan for him in these practices? 
Well, before we were let into practice yesterday, they were scrimmaging. He was not with the starters. He will not be with the starters during those uh, sessions throughout his suspension because they've got to get ready to play these 25 games. So he'll be with the second team, with the third team. But he looked like John Morant, they said. You know, he's got his elbows up above the rim. He's finishing. He's attacking, all those sorts of things. And then they're going to have uh, a specific individual plan in place. There will, there will still be a time where they really pour into the developmental process with him, the, the, you know, trying to develop skills, working on his individual game, trying to take advantage of the situation as much as possible. Obviously, they would much rather have him available for games, but he will be traveling, he will be practicing, and they're going to try to make the most of that situation. Well, and I imagine that also will help after that 25-game suspension is up that he's already had these reps with the team, even if they are just in practice. But in the meantime, the Grizzlies, they did bolster their backcourt with a little bit of help here. They added Marcus Smart, they added Derrick Rose this offseason, and they spoke about their roles at Media Day. Take a listen. I'm just told I'm not here to babysit you. I'm not here to follow you around. I'm not here to cheerlead. I'm here to push you. We're not here to babysit anybody, you know, and I don't think anybody expected us coming here to do that. Um, but we are coming in here to, to push one another and make each other great. And, uh, you know, I've dealt with suspensions. I've dealt with, uh, you know, stuff of my own. So, you know, for Ja to be able to, to come and talk to me is something that, you know, um, is a big part of this for me as well. You know, um, I care for him as a human and as a teammate, and I want to see him succeed because if he's not succeeding, I can tell you one thing, this team's not going to succeed. And we know that, and I think everybody in the NBA world knows that. All right, we're certainly not relegating anybody to babysitting roles, but how have the arrivals of Derrick Rose, Marcus Smart, how can they have an impact on John Morant, Tim? Well, certainly, Malika, the, the hope within the organization is that these guys will have positive influences on him. These are experienced guys. They've been through a lot themselves. As you heard Marcus Smart say, Derrick Rose had similar things to say. They've got a lot of wisdom from what they've you know, been through during their careers, but it's not their job to keep jaw on a straight and narrow. It's not their job to make sure the jaw is tucked into bed uh, at midnight and, and you know, not out doing things or in places where the Grizzlies would prefer them not to be. And they've got to get ready to try to help the Grizzlies win games in the meantime. Marcus Smart will be starting in point guard. Derrick Rose is really looking forward to showing he still has something left in the tank. As he said, he's going to get a lot of minutes, especially in these first 25 games. And these guys, they want to be open books for John Morant. They want to let the relationship grow organically, but they don't want to be heavy-handed. They don't want to push themselves on him. They're hoping that, that he seeks out their input. Then they are happy to share any advice and wisdom that they have with him if he approaches them. All right, particularly because this is a Memphis Grizzlies team that jaw or no jaw, they have expectations this season. Tim McMahon, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here on NBA Today. The Grizzlies, they do have experience without John Morant and with him, obviously. They thrived with Morant on the floor last season. They won 40 of their 61 games with him in the lineup perk, but when Ja was out of the lineup over the last two seasons, they were 33 and 17. Of course, that was with Tyus Jones in the lineup. He is now a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. Uh, so, Kendrick Perkins, what do you want to see from John Morant over this 25-game suspension that just makes you think, all right, this is the, you know, the dark side that we talked about in terms of the team, the culture, the, the group that we all love to watch so much? Well, you know what, Malik? I, I, I want to see and watch his interactions when he, when he, is, when he is available to the media. And, 
you know, we can hear, hear him speak. Or I don't know if he's able to be on the sideline during the games, but not during I want to see if he if he is. How that? Okay, well, if he's not, then the only thing I can say about this is that this 25-game suspension is going to be, be the best thing that ever happened to John Morant mm. for his NBA career. Because you know why? It's going to hurt so bad that you're not going to need Derrick uh, Rose and Marcus Smart to babysit him or go and, and keep him encouraged. Because it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt that on opening night you can't put on a jersey and go out there and perform. It's going to hurt every single time you see your guys out there playing basketball, enjoying themselves and having fun together on the floor. And if they're winning, it's going to hurt even more because the players sitting on the sideline watching their team have success without them, without them, is a huge problem and it hurts deeply. So this is going to help John Morant not only as a basketball player but as a man. When you look at the, the landscape of the Western Conference, Perk, what are your expectations for the Memphis Grizzlies this season, where they will finish, where they are headed, their ceiling? You know what? I got, I got them in the play-in tournament because the oh. West is so stacked. When you, got, when you think about Denver, the Sacramento Kings, the Los Angeles Lakers, Golden State, like, you know, Minnesota, Oklahoma City, if, if the uh, Memphis Grizzlies could stay, a, a, like, around 500, all one or two games above 500 during Josh's 25-game suspension, they'll be in great shape when he returns. But I'm looking at Jaron Jackson Jr., and I'm like, hold on. Defensive player of the year last year, NBA All-Star. I'm looking at him to be averaging around 22 or 25 a night, going out there and getting about 10 to 12 boards and anchoring that defense and being the best player on that team until John Morant returns. Not to mention having that Team USA experience under his belt to bolster him just that mm -hmm. much more. Don't think we missed that OKC reference sliding them into the playoffs this year. I see you, Perk. I see you. Yeah. All right. We got a lot yeah. to get to, my friend, coming up here on NBA Today. We do have more from the 76ers training camp in Colorado as James Harden arrived earlier this morning. We have a live report from Fort Collins coming up in a matter of minutes. And... Austin Reeves, Anthony Davis, they are stirring the pot a little bit as they gear up for their opening night matchup against the defending champions. Hear what they had to say. The trash talk is already coming on strong, guys. Plus, Deion Sanders, he called out Embiid and Jokic. But who's Perk's primetime matchups for the season? NBA Today will be right back with a big list. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to NBA Today. We're not satisfied with just a win. We want to be great. We're going to fight, and we're going to ride with this thing until the wheels fall off. 
The first step is to believe. The Heat playing some terrific inspired basketball here to open up game three. That's three fouls on Davis. Jimmy Butler bringing the Heat this is a marvelous performance. This is the largest lead they've had so far in these finals. James drives, finishes, and is fouled. Off the glass, and the Lakers retake the lead. Butler says, give me the ball. The drive, the runner, he banks it in. Oh, what a masterpiece from Jimmy Butler. That's everyone else. Look, you got to be on the court. This is not a good look. A 40-point triple-double. How else do you say it other than Jimmy F. and Butler? Three years ago today, Jimmy Butler had the third 40-point triple-double in NBA Finals history. Witnessing it in person, it was insane. Butler joined LeBron and Jerry West as the only players to accomplish the feat, but Jimmy and the Heat they are still looking for their first title together. So speaking of the heat, I mean, it's getting a little warm in here. Turn it up. Maybe we should turn the AC up because it's time for What's it's Burning. Remember? <laughs> These are the hot stories of the day from around the league with exclusive reporting from Ramona Shelburne. Let's go, Momo. So let's keep the heat theme going here, yeah. Ramona. The Miami Heat, they were involved in trade talks all summer. We wondered, would Damian Lillard end up in South Beach? That did not come to fruition. No. Drew Holiday, nah, he's in Boston. Are the Heat content with where they are heading into the season? Well, I, I don't think it was a surprise to them that they didn't get Damian Lillard because from what I told, they didn't have many substantive conversations with the Portland Trailblazers about Damian Lillard all summer long. Probably the, the most substantive conversation they had was right after Summer League. So it wasn't a surprise when he was traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. They had been planning for life without Damian Lillard, without this option coming to fruition because there simply wasn't an engagement from the Portland Trailblazers in the Miami Heat. Even, even the idea of, if you don't like what we have, maybe we can go get it for you. No, that, that never went anywhere. And so the, the Heat had been planning to be without Damian Lillard and have that not come around all summer long. If anything, the biggest difference in Heat camp is no Adonis Haslam this year. Well, and then you hear Jimmy Butler saying, you know, no, this is the year I'm looking at Adrian Griffin. And I, he says, I don't like Adrian Griffin. And I have to feel some type of yeah. way that Dame went there. And so I'm going to beat Damian Lillard, Giannis, and Adrian Griffin on my way yeah. to a championship. That's how he's talking to start training camp with his, his silk press and his, his earrings and all the stuff that's <laughs> going on there. The hairstyle took some work. I loved it. I know. I healthy hair. That was professional. We, are, we love some healthy hair. <laughs> um, another team that was in a lot of trade talks that just haven't materialized. Yeah. Los Angeles Clippers. What's cooking with them? Yeah, they've been studying the guard market all summer long in the sense that they, they could use an upgrade in the backcourt. So they studied the Harden trade. They studied Malcolm Brogdon. They were involved in discussions there. They were studied Dame Lillard. And I think they're content right now to sit back and let things play out. And so you'll hear their name come up and be linked to the to the to any guard that may be available. Drew Holiday was another one they were engaged in and they got further down the line with Drew Holiday than they did with probably any of the other ones. But I think with Malcolm Brogdon still being available with yeah. other guards. They're, they're waiting and seeing because, as Adrian mentioned earlier in the show, they're not going to bid against themselves. And they, they like what they have in camp and want to see how it plays out. So maybe it's not full heat, but something is simmering with the Clippers. On, on that back burner where exactly. you go low and slow. Yeah. Continue to monitor that. All right, let's end here in Golden State. We're starting lineups or the, the topic du jour. Who are they going to start? Well, Draymond Green's ankle injury made this pretty easy. It's going to be Steph, Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Clay Thompson, Kevon Looney, and Chris Paul in their preseason opener. Draymond Green's going to be out for a couple weeks with this ankle injury, and so this makes it pretty easy for Steve Kerr to just pencil those starters into the lineup. Those five guys uh, will will start the first game. Yeah. Um, you know, so you, you can. Uh, Let's tweet that out. That'll be a great talking point. 
around the water coolers, I guess. But um, but as I said in, in camp, we're going to try a lot of different lineups and, and throughout the exhibition season. So, you know, they'll start the first game, and we'll see after that. But, um, you know, we, we've got to try a lot of different groups and, and see what we have. So even if Draymond Green was not injured, if he had to make this decision – Nobody in Golden State is worried about the fit with Chris Paul. If anything, they are downright giddy. They sound like they are all in the honeymoon stage of this new relationship. And all they keep talking about is how smart he is. They were last in the league in turnovers last year, and he's going to help fix that. And they, he's helped organize workouts in Las Vegas and Los Angeles. One executive with the Warriors even said to me, I have never seen a team this connected this mm. early on in camp as I Ow. have this season. Oh, and we saw their Steve Kerr talking about Bruce Frazier working yep. out with Chris Paul, with Steph Curry, trying to say, no, this is how we're going to do it. We're not going to miss a beat. And that's all good in, in we talk about it in hypotheticals. But when we go to the tail of the tape today, how is this lineup actually going to work? Okay, let's get to it because, you know, I love going to the big board. Everyone wants to focus on Chris Paul entering the lineup, right, Momo? But the real thing we should be keeping an eye on is the positional adjustment that comes with it. And this actually centers on one guy by the name of Clay Thompson. Now, Steve Kerr said that Clay will start the season defending power forwards. And this is huge because we might have assumed that maybe Andrew Wiggins would take on that role. I mean, look at these numbers right here. Clay has only played in 3% of his minutes at the four last season, while Wiggs has logged so much more time there. And the way we have to look at this in the big scheme, we're not going to a video. We're going to the 3D lineup, baby. So this is what it looks like. Chris Paul is inserted into the starting lineup for Draymond Green. That means they're going small ball. What does this look like on the floor? This is a spread. Your point guard is Chris Paul. Now, we might have expected Andrew Wiggins to really take on the big guys, the power forwards, but instead, as Klay Thompson, now the power forward defensively has adjusted and evolved throughout the league. They probably want to keep him from guarding the best players on the perimeter historically to now keep, uh, keep him simplified defensively, which is, like I guess, the nicest way you can talk about it as people age in this league. But without Dre to start the season, we will see the impact of his presence because it will be tested out of the gate. I mean, look at the guys that Clay Thompson, as we pull up this graphic, will have to guard in the power forward position. Now he's up to the task because his mind is there. Coming out the gates, you've got KD, you've got HB, you've got Smith Jr., and you've got Zion. So they're going to have a little time to sort of figure out how to make these defensive adjustments, especially with Wiggs not being at the four, but Clay. But one thing I know, as you age in the league, your IQ actually hones. So this signature defense that we've known from the Warriors might be forced to evolve this season naturally as this team gets older, whether they use zones, they use unique schemes, they use different lineups. That is something we, we should watch for because it's not what we normally expect, but maybe sometimes change is good. And Steve Kerr has a little bit of time to play with it here in the preseason. He says he's going to try a few things with Draymond Green out of the lineup. It makes it almost a little bit easier in some ways in order to say, all right, we're going to try this and there's really no drama surrounding it. No one's being demoted. And sometimes it's not who you start, it's who you finish. That part. Mm -hmm. All right, still to come on NBA Today, a wise McMahon once said, oh. when James Harden tells you he's quitting, <laughs> believe him. But what happens when he then shows up to practice? Yes, we're talking about practice coming up here on NBA Not Today. the game, practice. Hey, it's Kaylee.
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to NBA Today. I'm told that James Harden is seriously considering a return to Houston. I'm here. We're, we're playing very, very well, and yeah, I don't know where they came from. Can Philadelphia win without Embiid? Harden sizing up Harper. It's a three. What a perfect way to end the second round. Game seven between the Celtics and the Sixers. This is disappointing. A disappointing ending for the Sixers. Our season is over, so. Sums it up right there. He has the option to be a free agent. Scenario A would be to bring James back. The Houston Rockets lose a, a real suitor in free agency. is a liar, and I will never This has been escalating behind the scenes all year. Now it is playing out in public. Welcome back to NBA Today. So that is the backstory of how we arrived to today, the latest development in the James Harden saga, where he showed up to 76ers training camp in Fort Collins, Colorado. Now, he left the, the court before reporters were actually able to speak to James Harden, so Nick Nurse fielded questions today. Yeah, it was good. Uh, played a really good practice. I, I always day one, everybody's always super excited. And day two, you're always a little leery, but it was probably a, a little bit more uh, intense and, and uh, energy out there today than yesterday, believe it or not. Both really good. Um, and, and of course, James was out there and, and participating and did a good job. The expectation he's going to be here going forward now and fully participate like today, or is that still unclear? Uh, just from your no, conversation I, I mean, this I, morning. I mean, I, I think so, Tim. I think that, yeah, I mean, he's, he's here. He's, uh, he knows the schedule, right? And we expect him to be here. So now we are with the man who actually witnessed James Harden showing up to training camp today, Tim Bontemps, live from 76ers training camp in Fort Collins. So, Tim, take us inside. What was it like, the reunion today between James Harden and the 76ers here? Well, as you just heard from Nick Nurse there, Malika, James Harden participated in practice today, and the universal opinion was that it went really well. He participated virtually in all parts of it. He looked good physically. He looked good to his teammates. Everybody said simply that he looked great in practice and in this as the world turns saga with James Harden and the 76ers as you laid out in that opening montage it's been going on for an endless amount of time now it seems like today was a very good day now 
That doesn't mean tomorrow's going to be a good day. It doesn't mean Friday will be a good day. It doesn't mean next week will be a good week. But I think with the way the Sixers are operating on this right now, it is a day-by-day -day situation. And the last couple days, they expressed patience and hope and optimism that James Harden would join them and be part of this team going forward at some point. He joined them here in Fort Collins today. Today went very well. And then they'll wait and see what happens tomorrow. And I think that's really where this thing sits, is that it's just a day-by-day -day thing. But that today, at least the second day of practice, was a very good day of practice and a very good day for the Sixers because James Harden was here and engaged with his teammates and participating in practice. I can appreciate mindfulness. I, I'm being told all the time I need to work on living in the moment a little bit more. So I think that that is very zen and admirable of the 76ers. But is it just bygones be bygones? The expectation is, all right, things are smooth sailing moving forward until they're not? Well, I've covered the Sixers for a few years now for us, Malika, and it's never smooth sailing for a long period of time with this team. So I think Fair. it's safe to say that everybody here is just waiting to see what's going to happen next. But look, the Sixers have wanted to have James Harden come back into the fold this whole time, right? That is the optimal outcome for them. It's why they, as, as I reported the other day, it's why they gave him the 25% of his contract that he was due on October 1st. It's why they've said this last couple of days that they want him to be back around the team. This is not like the Ben Simmons situation from a couple of years ago. Right. Where there was clear animus between guys on the team and Ben Simmons. And it just never felt like that was going to end in a good resolution for everybody involved. In this situation, the Sixers want James Harden to be part of this thing. The question is, does James Harden want to be part of this until he gets his desired outcome to be traded? Like I said, today he was here participating and engaged. And I think at this point, we just have to wait and see what happens tomorrow and beyond because with the Sixers, it's very hard to plan anything out more than 24 hours at a time. As my mama would say, patience is a virtue. Tim Bontemps, thank you so much for spending <laughs> some time with us here on NBA Today. All right, now back with our panel. The Sixers, they are doing all sorts of things to bond here in Colorado, to stay focused, to to even maybe even be close to the Denver Nuggets, get a little bit of that championship uh, mm -hmm. dust rubbing, rubbing off yeah. on them a little bit. But did you see that Coach mm -hmm. Deion Sanders, he also spoke with the 76ers in Colorado last night. He addressed the entire team you can see here the 76ers getting off the bus going to meet coach prime I'm not gonna lie, I'll be hyped for this break some bread the sports world is in Colorado so this was yesterday you do not see James Harden here Joel Embiid was there and Dan Sanders had something that he needed to get out off his chest a lot of folks duck that smoke right now <laughs> they want to be Tarzan on paper. <laughs> don't sell me the game that this is what I'm going to get, but then when I turn on the TV, I don't get that. I don't like that. <laughs> Give me that. If it's B playing the Joker, I want to see B versus the Joker. All right? I want to see that. And he goes and get it, right? I love it. I, that, I love the matchup, but I want to see it. I, that's what I, I want to see. That's why I stayed up. Okay, so per Coach Prime, he wants to see that smoke. He wants that matchup. He wants Joel Embiid. He wants Nikola Jokic. And so you're stretching because you know it is that time of the week. It is time for not my list, not Chanae's list, not Coach Prime list, but your list of primetime matchups. Take it away, big That's fella. And, and we already we already know that it's my list and nobody else's list, right? We know that. But Coach Prime, not only did he keep it real, he kept it trill. And you know why I'm thinking of trill? Because I'm thinking of trill burgers. And that's all I've been eating this summer is trill burgers. Oh, no. Why am I talking about burgers? Because why? this list has something to do with beef. 
You oh. can't make burgers without beef. So this is Big Perk's big list of primetime matchups of who wants to smoke. And coming in at number five, we're going to go ahead and run it. Damn! We got it running up there. What did we see last year in the first round? We saw wait. old school against the youngin. Steph Curry against Fox. Battling it out in the seven-game series, and the Kings did not fold. They battled to the end. So Steph Curry had to come through and say, hold on, young fella. I got this. We're going to go ahead in advance. I'm going to be looking forward to this matchup. It all season long, and hopefully we can get another one in the postseason. Coming in at number four, Ramona, where you at? Let me feel your energy right now. You got what's burning. Burn it right here. Here we go. Oh, there it go. This is number four. Oh, I love oh. it. Yeah, we got every time. Look, they only going to match up twice unless they both reach the finals, and I don't see that happening. But the big fellas, the oh, centers, Jokic and Joel Embiid, we know what happened last year with the MVP race, how it came down to the wire. We know both of them guys are arguably two of the most skilled centers to play, centers to ever play the game of basketball. I'm looking forward to seeing this matchup this season. Tonight, where you at? I'm throwing the live to you. I know you're coming down here in a few weeks. I'm going to be looking forward to seeing you. Give me some action there, girl. Damn! Oh, oh, man, the bar's been set. Killed it. Look, Luca and D-Book. Yes. When we talk about these two, right, <laughs> we don't see Luca get rattled a lot. We don't see any per any, anybody else around the league ruffle his feathers. But these guys always tend to go nose to nose in each other's face. A little light lip boxing. We all love that little scuffle here and there. <laughs> Every single time these two match up, we want to see the action. Malika, you know I ain't forget about you. I'm going to throw right. you the live. I don't know if you could dunk. You probably got on heels, but short. give me your best energy <laughs> right now. Run it. Bam! Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm rolling with it. Guess what? We going to switch it up. LeBron James and Michael Malone. Michael Malone was being petty the entire offseason, throwing subliminal shots at LeBron James in the Los Angeles Lakers. It wasn't even subliminal. I'm going to put it in your face. And look, LeBron responded on social media. They playing on opening night. I'm looking forward to seeing that action. We heard what AD said yesterday on media day. That's going to be this something to look one. forward to. And number one, I'm going to run it. Damn! Here we go right oh. here. Dame Dollar and Drew Holiday. Okay. Dame Dollar and Drew Crazy. Holiday. And look, I know both of these guys don't talk noise, right? But they go get at it because it they won bit. number one by default. <laughs> it wasn't nothing that ha have anything to do with them two not liking each other. They just got put in a position. Now, here's the thing. Whichever one wins this battle in the Eastern Conference Finals, that's the team that's going to the championship. Again, this is Big Perk's list of primetime matchups and who got the beat. <clears throat> Carry on. Entertaining. I was not, I, yeah. I was, I, I, I did not mm -hmm. have Michael Malone and LeBron right? James on my bingo card. I forgot about <laughs> I was that. For that Dylan Brooks Dylan and LeBron James. Right. Yeah. And Brooks well, didn't good. even make the list. This was yeah. good though. That just shows you how many like subplots and storylines yeah. and all of this that's going back. For Damian Lillard mm -hmm. going back to Portland. Like Ooh. there are so many. Kyrie yeah. to Brooklyn. Kyrie to Brooklyn. Yeah, Kevin Durant to Has Brooklyn. He been Kevin there Durant yet? versus Has Kyrie. <laughs> Kevin Durant going back to Golden State. That's what I'm saying. Has he been there yet? All right, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. we're only a preseason right now, but 
Game action starts. <laughs> I want to on Sunday. We're going to have our first NBA preseason game on ESPN and the app. The Celtics and the 76ers at the Garden. I mean, that's that's as spicy as preseason gets. Six yep. o'clock Eastern. NBA countdown tips it off with our coverage at five o'clock. So it's been 15 years since the Celtics won a championship, and even longer since another franchise has won a single postseason game. Yeah, we're having a little bit of trivia. See if you can answer it on the other side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're watching NBA Today. So while the NBA preseason kicks off tomorrow, can you believe we're already there? The MLB playoffs, they are already here. The Rangers, the Rays are already underway over on ABC. We still have three more elimination games to go on the ESPN family of networks. And because the Twins, they won their first playoff game in 19 tries last night, the longest losing streak in American sports. It now belongs to the Detroit Pistons at 14. They have not won a playoff game since 2008. Wow. Uh, Perk, any idea who that, that playoff win back in 2008 was against? Oh, ho, ho, ho. He was... I'm sorry, Malika. I, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was against it was against you, Perk. It's it, okay. It was against you. But that's all right. Uh, I know that. I was just trying to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember that. Uh, who, who that is? Who that is? Who you know, the what? young fella. Look, that was game six. That was game six on the road in Detroit. Closed out Eastern Conference Finals and we took it to the crib. Well, not that, not that moment. Before that, the first the highlights you showed. Yeah, well, the highlights you we know, we know, we know how the story, the we know yeah. how the story ended. So it's yeah. it's all right. We just, you know, uh, Detroit, one of several teams, right, looking to make some noise in the playoffs after missing last year's postseason. So, Perk, I will ask you this: since you were such a good sport, what team that was out last year is most likely to be in the postseason this year? I'm not talking the play-in. We're talking postseason. <laughs> Oh, I'm going with the Thunder. I'm showing a lot of love yeah, to the Oklahoma like City Thunder. They got they got a SGA. He's a bona fide young superstar. He averaged 30 this past season. I love Jalen Williams. Both of them. Both of them. Both, both of yeah. the Williams brother. Luke Dortz is so underrated when it comes to three and D guy on both sides of the floor. And then you add Chet to that lineup, mm. playing the five and what possibly he could bring defensively along yeah. with his offensive skill package. Huh? I said possibly rookie of the year. I was agreeing. He, he, he looks so angry. He's ready to fight. And I'm like, no. I was, oh, for I was, sure rookie of the year. I was, agree, I was agreeing yeah. with you. All right, I, I'm going to add, what, what about the Indiana Pacers? I know that's a little yeah. bit outside the box, but I, I like what Tyrese Halliburton's been yeah. doing. They added Obi Toppin. They got Bruce Brown that I really think the Denver Nuggets are going to miss. Maybe sneaking in as the eighth seed. Okay. Yeah, I like, the, I like the Pacers as well. 
I'm going to go with the Orlando Magic. Oh. Okay, we got the number one overall pick, the rookie of the year, Paolo Banquero, and Franz Wagner, who was starring for Germany all summer. I think they are ready to become leaders of that team. And sometimes you get good before people are ready for you to get good. That team feels like they can take a jump. It is hard for me to literally imagine the playoffs without Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving (laughs) or together. That is Mm. true, but then there was like a lot of conversation, a lot of moving parts to get this thing together. Adding Grant Williams, I think, is really interesting. He's one of those guys that are the X factors of teams. I see them making a push. I mean, that's the expectation when you have two guys of that caliber. Well, speaking of the Mavericks, before we bounce, did you all see this video from Abu Dhabi? This is of Kyrie Irving. Oh, he's riding a camel. Okay. The desert. Rudy Gobert, all seven foot two of him rode one as well. <laughs> they had to get the extra large camel. It is hump day, so you know we had to show you. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, speaking of Gobert, let's take a listen to Anthony Edwards talking about the three-time <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year trying to expand his game. Hey, hey, you recorded that today. Mark that today. Mark that today. We, yeah, mark that today. He shoot, he shoot a three Tuesday in Abu Dhabi. If Rudy shoots a three in the real NBA game, I'm walking off the court. <laughs> so he said if Rudy Gobert puts up a three, he's walking off the Yo, court? that reference he had in the summer when he hit his three. I know. Yeah. That was one for the books. <laughs> one for the books. Go research what he said back then. You know, it was, I, I was just glad Anthony Edwards so supportive of him. Yeah, I love it. You know, trying new things. He's like, no. After I'll, he hits a three, just I'll don't give the, the mic to Rudy Gobert. That, that's it. All right. It. The Lakers, they got swept by the Nuggets last playoffs. But what's been said off the floor that LA remembers the most? We have some trash talk that you're going to need to hear in 60 seconds. One, two, three, four. <laughs> The WNBA Finals, they start Sunday afternoon at 3 Eastern on ABC and ESPN app. Asia Wilson and the defending champion Aces host MVP Brianna Stewart and Liberty coverage tips with WNBA Countdown at 2. I'll be there. Give the people what they want. All right, welcome matchup. back to NBA today. We've talked about James Harden. We've talked about Ja. We've talked about the Warriors. But there is still so much left to get to around the association. So it's time for us to go coast to coast. And we're going to start with the Lakers. They were talking about the defending champs. It was just a lot of like the talking and all the Lakers. That like, it was just so much of that going on. Like, all right, we get it, y'all won. But you know, I think you know, me and Bron had some conversations. Like, we can't wait. Well, I think everybody knows it was pointed at us. Um, you know, they can do it indirectly. Um, you know, if they want. But I think it was very obvious to you know the the public eye. That's why everybody was talking about it. All right, Ramona Perk had this matchup on his big list. Are we calling it a rivalry? Yeah, I think so. Listen, oh. I, I was at all of these games, and it was a competitive sweep, okay? I know those, that's a, <laughs> those two words don't go together, but it was a competitive sweep. And the problem was the Nuggets were the Nuggets were played all year to get themselves in position to be fresh at this time, while the Lakers had to climb out of a deep hole to get there, and they ran out of gas there. But they have let everyone know it will be different when they play. Well, it starts on ring night, so we'll get to see the next chapter of that rivalry or budding rivalry, I think. Well, speaking of rivalries, let's shift to another one, uh, potentially involving Dylan Brooks here. The big chip, you know, that's one of the games that's um, circled on my list. And we get to get him four times, so it's amazing. You know, I'm glad that, that he's got him circled. I'm, I'm looking forward to to being able to compete against him and, and play against him. 
question A, is it a rivalry? You see that jersey right there? That's the Houston Rockets. You guys know I stand for my squad. And one thing I love about Dylan Brooks, he has every game circled. Now he's going to talk about the game against the Grizzlies. But defensively, we saw what he did over the summer. I like this. Keep that same energy. That is what the city of Houston, H-Town Clutch City needs. People that take the games personally and can play with passion. And it starts with guys like him talking his talk, but then hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, backing it up. Well, yeah, because there's going to be there's going to be a couple of them. We got Draymond, we got LeBron, we got going back to Memphis. There are a couple of those on Dylan Brooks' list. All right, Twitter identified another rivalry today. It's between Jalen Brown and his left hand. Oh, my. Um, Perk, Caleb Martin said in the Eastern Conference Finals that the plan is to always make Brown go left. Does this video make you think that plan is going to change anytime soon? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. But you know what? This is, this is the little things that you got to work on right here. This is just... You know what I'm saying? This is what you used to do walking through the house. JB got paid a bag. He's going to be able to go left. He's going to be able to go left. All that video. Yeah, but, but who, who? Didn't Charles Barkley video? say, hey, I went right. Everyone knew and no one could stop me. I That's mean, true. come on. Right. Get, like, he's going to yeah. be all right. It just, it's just, he's working yeah. on it. He's working on it. And imagine so how great he'll be when he not, gets that. Maybe not in front of the, he's the, got it. the cameras. Because it, hey, me. Mine does not look Leave better. Leave him alone. Mine does not look better. So, <laughs> you know. He's doing just fine. Yeah. So, I, I picked the Celtics to come out of the East. I don't feel great about it. Milwaukee, what did, what did Zach Lowe say? A smidgey, 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 Teeny weensy, teeny weensy. I know, Perk. We need to get into that later on NBA Today. Good thing we have two more shows left this week to do so because it is going to be a tight race at the top of the East all season long. That's going to do it for us here on NBA Today. We'll see you tomorrow.